Nick Backstrom has joined the team on the road. What can we read into that? I'll discuss next on this edition of Locked On Capitals. Your Locked On Capitals, your daily podcast on the Washington Capitals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hello and welcome into this edition of Locked On Capitals. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. As always, this podcast is free and available on all the major platforms, including the SiriusXM app and on YouTube. And I want to thank you for making this your first listen each and every day. My name is Dan Holney. You can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. You can find the show on Twitter. It's at LockedOnCaps. And the best way that you can help grow the show is to subscribe to Locked On Capitals on YouTube and comment anything down below. I would love to talk Capitals hockey with you one-on-one, and we can do that on subtext. Just check the show description for more details. Today's episode is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDON for $20 off your first purchase. So in this edition of Locked On Capitals, we talk about the latest with Rasmus Sandin and Sonny Milano. When can we expect them back on the team? Is there the possibility that the Capitals could see Sandin Tuesday night against the Minnesota Wild? We'll talk about that in the show a little bit later. Brian McClellan said he wanted to address the top six would Sean Monahan of the Montreal Canadiens be that upgrade? We'll talk about that. But just to get it going here, we will talk about the latest with Nick Backstrom as he joined the team on the road in St. Louis. What can we read into that? Uh, I don't think there is a whole lot to read into that other than I think he's traveling with the team um, as he's you know a good uh, moral boost for the team. And I think that he's a good leader. I think that he is a good person to bounce ideas off of. He is a leader. He's been on this team for quite some time. But I don't ultimately think that he is going to be joining the team anytime soon. And, you know, a lot of people are like, well, wouldn't that be great? Nick Backstrom's going to come back to the team. He is not in peak fitness, as we know, as he had that hip resurfacing procedure done a couple years ago, and uh, he never returned the, ta- uh, returned the same way. Uh, GM Brian McClellan said as much as well as he said that, you know, there's no real good long-term results of returning from that procedure that uh, is favorable. And uh, as it turned out, that was the case. He came into camp in the fall. There was a lot of high hopes. He was saying that he felt really good, but then he stepped away from hockey. What can we read into Nick Backstrom joining the team? The Caps have Nick Backstrom on their current road trip. I think he's here more for leadership and moral support. I don't envision a scenario where he returns to the lineup anytime soon. Stranger things could happen. It is possible he's getting work in behind the scenes that we're not aware of. Unlikely. I don't want to say that I'm around Nick Backstrom all the time to know what he's doing. Maybe he's getting work in, not at MedStar. Maybe he, you know, he wants to keep it under wraps and he doesn't want everyone to know. 
listen, I don't want to go uh, down any conspir- conspiratorial rabbit holes here, but as it appears right now, it doesn't appear as though he has got in any real practice with the Capitals uh, other than skating around on the ice at MedStar in his street clothes. So I wouldn't uh, envision a return uh, for him to the Capitals anytime soon. Tom Wilson and TJ Oshie have been both wearing the A uh, on their jersey, primarily Tom Wilson, as they have kind of taken on the leadership role that Nick Backstrom had. I mean, make no mistake about it, no one uh, can really replace what Nick Backstrom did for this team. He assisted on more Alex Ovechkin goals than anyone else. And a little bit later, we'll talk about an option at center. Uh, But there has been a really great void at the center position in Nick Backstrom's absence. I think that it's easy to be dismissive of Nick Backstrom saying that, you know, he wasn't, you know, what this team needed the last couple of years since he didn't have that. Uh, you know, he wasn't very mobile. He, it seemed to be that he was struggling a little bit out on the ice, but he has other intangible things, some things that I don't think are necessarily uh, quantifiable, you know, leadership qualities, um, you know, maybe being able to bounce ideas off uh, some of the other uh, players. Um, And, you know, I guess we don't know 100% for sure why he is with the team uh, right now. Backstrom was with with the team in St. Louis uh, to be with the team as they are in the midst of a really important road trip that could have major implications on the playoff race. He's still on the long-term injured reserve. Listen, this is crunch time for the Capitals. There is the belief out there that potentially he could be with the team as they know that uh, this is really important hockey. This is a really important stretch of games coming up between now and the trade deadline in March. There is no... Uh, you know, the Capitals going on a losing streak. There's no, you know, them dropping five or six games. They have to learn how to, you know, string together wins, not win two and lose four, win one and lose three. That is not going to be what the doctor ordered for the Capitals if they have any grander plans of making it to the playoffs. So Backstrom is a guy that's been there, that's done that, that is familiar with the Capitals players for the most part. I mean, there's some new players on the team, but by and large, I think that he is just that, you know, veteran voice uh, that Tom Wilson used to refer to as dad. Years ago, uh, Tom Wilson referred to Nick Backstrom as dad because he was kind of that fatherly figure. What better player to have out on the road than dad. And uh, if you take a look at Nick Backstrom, he is that. He is that kind of calm, cool, collected kind of guy that kind of shuns the limelight. Uh, Like I said, he assisted on more Alex Ovechkin goals than anyone else, but he was more than fine with Alex Ovechkin getting all the praise, all the accolades, all the spotlight, while he kind of just did his thing quietly uh, and just, you know, kind of totally slayed it. You know, if you take a look at uh, the amount of assists that he scored on this team, and again, what a huge piece he was in Alex Ovechkin being the player that he is right now. It is interesting. It is a bit of a head-scratcher why Nick Backstrom is with the team right now. I get that, but I think more than anything, it is just that voice. Um, you know, he's getting paid. You know, they may as well, um, you know, get at least his ear in on it, you know, get um, his uh, wisdom of playing hockey, that kind of thing, uh, and that he is ultimately with the team. I know that the LTIR thing kind of defers money and all that kind of thing, but he is on the team right now. 
Um, not the active roster, the a long-term injured reserve, but I still think that he can be that guiding voice that the Capitals are looking for. Uh, you know, it's there's a lot of newness to the Capitals this season. There's Spencer Carberry and all his assistants. Uh, so maybe they're looking for that familiar voice. I know that there is a rapport, of course, between Alex Ovechkin and Nick Backstrom. So that is what I would read into it. I don't expect a situation anytime soon. I would be surprised this season. And if you want to know my opinion for sure, I would be surprised if Nick Backstrom ever plays in the NHL again. But I could be wrong. It wouldn't be the first time. Uh, but uh, I would be surprised just from everything that I've seen, being that he hasn't made any strides uh, in the direction of returning to the big team. But that is what we're looking at right now. He's traveling with the team. Uh, I guess uh, I will keep you guys updated uh, if anything changes. But, you know, McClellan said that it's unlikely that Backstrom would be back this season. I agree with that. Um, this isn't the Backstrom from 2018 and in, in his heyday. So even if he was to return, it would be uh, important to tamper expectations uh, so if we do see Nick Backstrom, uh, you know, in some way, uh, you know, say later this season or the beginning of next season is to just tamper expectations. Don't expect Nick Backstrom to be the Nick Backstrom that we remember from 2018 or back in his heyday. He is an older guy. He is a guy that even though he had a hip resurfacing procedure done, he is still not in peak form. Uh, so an interesting move for the Capitals. Again, I wouldn't read too much uh, into it other than the fact that he is that leadership voice out on the road as these games are crucial for the Capitals as they are trying to claw their way back into the Metro Division. They're not out of it. Uh, they don't want to be out of it as there are important games against the Wild, the Avalanche, and the Stars. And if you take a look at the Avalanche, I want to say they're in second place in the Central and the Stars right underneath them. So... It's it's best to make hay while the sun shines and for the Capitals to try to build up and stockpile wins. It is not going to be an easy thing against the Wild, who, you know, have kind of had a mixed season, but the Avalanche are pretty good. Uh, you know, if you take a look at the standings, and so are the Dallas Stars. So the Capitals have got their work cut out for them. Do they have what it takes? Uh, that is what we will see here uh, within the next few games. All right, so coming up here after the break, I will talk about the very latest with Rasmus Sandin and Sonny Milano. When can we expect to see them back into the lineup? I'll discuss next. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. And right now, all users get $100 off when they buy a big game ticket with code Vegas 100 with killer last minute deals all in prices, views from your seat and their best price guarantee. Game time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. And if there's one thing that frustrates me is when my favorite band or my favorite sports team comes to town. I can't find tickets. Game time takes the guesswork out of it and it makes it that much easier. So take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time. Right now, all game time users get $100 off a big game ticket with code Vegas100. 
Terms apply. Just download the Game Time app and use code VEGAS100 for $100 off a big ticket. Or if you're not going to the game, use code LOCKED ON for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts of Locked On Plus, our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. All right, welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So Rasmus Sandin is with the team at practice. He is taking contact, so he is edging towards his return to the team. A huge thing for the Capitals as he is going to be uh, a, that stabilizing force on the blue line for the Capitals as he, the Caps have been without his services for quite some time. If we want to rewind time a little bit, we remember how the Capitals acquired Rasmus Sandin at the trade deadline last year. The Capitals were sellers. Hathaway and Orloff got shipped out to Boston. The Capitals got Craig Smith, uh, some draft picks. They used one of those draft picks to send it up to Toronto along with Gustafson, and they got Rasmus Sandin in return. And it is an easy thing to say that the Capitals have their eyes on the future by making an acquisition like Rasmus Sandin, Ethan Bear, uh, Martin Ferravari. Those are all pieces, ostensibly, that are going to be on the Capitals' blue line in the future. Uh, Rasmus Sandin was injured, and I think the Capitals play that much better uh, when he is in the lineup. The Caps might see Rasmus Sandin back in the lineup Tuesday evening against the Minnesota Wild. It'll be interesting to see where he's at. Obviously, if he's in the lineup, he should be pretty good to go. I would say 90% or better. He's recovering from an upper body injury and will help add stability on the blue line. Uh, you know, there have been players that have bounced in and out. You've seen uh, TVR uh, go out. You've seen Jensen go out before. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see how it all shakes out. Um, he's a part of the long-term plan in the blue line, like I talked about with Faravari and Bear. Ethan Bear, a bit of a question mark, but ostensibly could be a piece of the blue line in the future. They signed him to a short-term deal, I think, ultimately to see what he has in the tank. If he uh, exceeds expectations or at least lives up to expectations, they may extend him uh, uh, to a longer deal as well. So the Capitals do definitely have their eyes to the present, but also their head up a little bit to the future as they are trying to address uh, some of the younger players. You saw that here recently with Alexei Protus as well. The Capitals have a plethora of options, uh, like I talked about, Ferravari, Bear, Sandine, not to mention the players that they have with the Bears. Stingrays and the various junior leagues. The Caps would have to clear a roster spot, so it would be uh, a, probably a safe thing to say that Hendricks Lapierre, since he is waiver exempt, will probably be the guy that gets sent down. 
Hendricks Lop here, of course, uh, is a guy that's had, uh, you know, sample sizes on this team the last couple years or so. And, uh, you know, he, he's impressed at times and, and kind of at other times not uh, a bit inconsistent at times. But I don't think that he's had a real you know, long showing. One of the things I talked about with Connor McMichael was that this has got to be the year of Connor McMichael. And what has he done? He's far exceeded expectations. I think that Connor McMichael is here for the long term. And I think that he is a pleasant surprise. He is one of those players, again, that benefited from winning a Calder Cup with the Bears last season, kind of walking around with that swagger, that confidence of that they are capable. And if you take a look at Connor McMichael, he has lived up to expectations. I'm not going to say that Hendricks Lobb here has not lived up to expectations. I just think that he is the odd man out because he is waiver exempt. And if they take a look at it, there are other options with forward. So that is you know ultimately why that's going to happen. I don't think there's any real knocks on Hendricks Lop here. I just think it has more to do with his waiver status. Taking a look at Sonny Milano, who isn't traveling with the team with an upper body injury, isn't expected to join the team until after the All-Star break. Uh, Sonny Milano is a guy, again, that's shown flashes of greatness, but I think, you know, he's missed quite a bit of time when he returns the Capitals are going to need to see a whole lot more from him if he wants to have a sweater night in and night out on the Capitals because there are other viable options on the team right now, or there's also other viable options down in Hershey where if it doesn't seem like he's living up to expectations or any of the other players that are kind of on the fringe, that there are other options. The Capitals are in must-win mode because they're you know kind of on the outside looking in. They're not so far out of it that they can't make their way into the playoffs. But if they slid, say they dropped three, four, five games, I don't want to say that's going to happen, but a worst case scenario, say that happened, uh, then they would be in a tough position as far as their playoff hopes are concerned. So the Capitals have to hope that the players that are in the lineup are going to be pulling their own weight uh, otherwise, you know, Spencer Carberry, Brian McClellan, they're going to have to make some tough decisions. Uh, and you've seen that evident already. Evgeny Kuznetsov playing on the fourth line. Nick Dowd playing on the first line. Uh, the Nick Dowd thing isn't too surprising. The Evgeny Kuznetsov thing is surprising in the regard of who he is, you know, where he's drafted historically, how people revere Evgeny Kuznetsov. But let's be honest, he has been inconsistent. So what I'm saying is I think that Spencer Carberry, Brian McClellan to a certain extent, might take the snow globe and shake it up as the Capitals hope to stay in the Metro division. They do not want to drop down. And you take a look around uh, the Metro, They all the teams are pushing the buttons uh, to try to get in uh, into contention. You take a look at what the New York Islanders did uh, by firing Lane Lambert and signing Patrick Waugh. You know, quite a crazy move. I always liked his game. He's a bit uh, of a, you know, a quirky guy, I guess I'm going to say, if you look at who he is historically as a player, as a coach. But uh, that was an example of the New York Islanders being all in. And I think that you can expect to see some big moves, you know, in the Metro and all over uh, the NHL at the trade deadline. The teams that are in the hunt will be making big acquisitions. The teams that are perceived to be out of it will probably be selling off assets. Of course, I would like the Capitals to be in the hunt um, and, you know, doing really great things. So 
Uh, to tie that back together with Milano, he's going to have to do it. He's going to have to live up to expectation when he returns. I get it. He can't do anything when he's not on the ice, but uh, a bit of an up and down ride for Sonny Milano this year. But Sandine in particular, we need him back in the lineup as I think the Capitals play that much better with Rasmus Sandine in the lineup. No, I mean, don't get me wrong. There are some gaffes. Uh, to his defense from time to time. But, I mean, that's true with any uh, NHL player. I still think that he's a bit of a work in progress, but I do think the Capitals have a really strong piece in Rasmus Sandin in the present and in the future. All right, so coming up here after the break, Brian McClellan said that he wanted to address the top six. You know, and I've thrown around a lot of different ideas, but there is another name circulating out there, Sean Monahan. I'll talk about him coming up. It's almost the halfway point of the season, and let's face it, Capitals fans, it's been an up-and-down season. Regardless of where we are in the current standings, I want to remind you that you could win big by playing Daily Fantasy Hockey on Sleeper, the official Daily Fantasy app of the Locked On NHL Network. Sleeper is our number one choice for Daily Fantasy Sports and especially Daily Fantasy Hockey because with Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash in Daily Fantasy Hockey contests. And let me tell you something, guys. I was not the kind of guy that was that into fantasy hockey, but then I found Sleeper, and let me tell you something, I love it. To win a 100 times bet on Sleeper, you need to correctly predict the outcome of eight player stats. You heard me, Capitals fans. You can win 100 times your money playing daily fantasy hockey with Sleeper. So start paying attention and nail your pick so you can start winning big. Use promo code LOCKEDONNHL and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's LOCKEDONNHL. See Sleeper's terms of use for details and locational availability. All right, welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So Brian McClellan did say that he wants to upgrade the top six, and a lot of that will be dependent on how the Capitals do between now and the trade deadline in March to see where they're at. If it is the perceived a notion that the Capitals are in it, that they are maybe a piece or two away from being contenders, then maybe the Capitals have an option with Sean Monahan. That is a name that Darren Dreger has kind of tossed around. He is an NHL insider, and the Capitals are no strangers to making moves with the Montreal Canadiens, if we look at historically. Uh, you take a look at Edmondson. You take a look at Lars Eller, just right off the top of my head. So the Capitals are familiar with making deals with the Habs. But taking a look at it here, would that even be a possible? Uh, the Capitals are not out of the playoffs, but much will be determined on these next few games. The Capitals can't afford to go on a lengthy losing streak. Do they need an upgrade sooner than later? If the Capitals are looking to bolster the top six, the Capitals may have an option in Sean Monahan. Uh, this, again, was per Darren Dreger. He said, there are teams that are looking for centermen, depth in that position, or a top two, top three centerman. No different this year, he said. I'm looking at Colorado. I'm looking at Boston, perhaps Edmonton, maybe the Washington Capitals. 
if they can stay in the mix. Now, I don't want to go get ahead of myself and say he is going to be in the top six because as of right now, he is playing the third line center position. Um, I guess it, you know, that is where he's playing for the Canadians. That doesn't necessarily mean that's where he's going to be playing for the Capitals. That is just where he's playing right now. Uh, he is set to be a UFA in July and has a cap hit of just $1.985 million. Through 43 games this season, the, he has scored 11 goals and 14 assists. Um, so you take a look at it, the Capitals have struggled at the center position with the absence of Backstrom and Evgeny Kuznetsov's inconsistency. And that's one of the things that we talked about, you know, is I think that at least to a certain extent, we can, you know, link Alex Ovechkin's slow start, and it's not even a start anymore, we're at the midway points of the season, um, to not having a really, you know, solid centerman that he's had chemistry with, kind of like what he had with Nick Backstrom years ago. Um, we've seen a bit of that with Strom, uh, but not really. We've seen it with Kuznetsov, but not totally. Um, and I think that ultimately that is why we've seen Nick Dowd on the top line, you know, in that one game in particular anyway, um, because we know what he's done on the fourth line. Will we see that on Tuesday evening? I guess that remains to be seen. But taking a look at Sean Monaghan, despite where he's going to be, we could argue if he's going to be top six or he's going to be bottom six. But in any event, he does appear that he would have an upgrade. The thing of caution is it does appear, of course, that he would be a rental. And I'm always a bit apprehensive about signing rentals unless the Capitals are just on the cusp, maybe going in to the playoffs to do it. But if there is even the notion that they won't make it to the playoffs, I would avoid making a move like that. We've seen that done before with, you know, like Shattenkirk comes to mind where the Capitals move this and that player, you know, potentially could have been great players, move them out for a rental. Uh, I'm going to say for the Capitals, generally speaking, that has not paid off too well. Uh, these rental players that they got for just a few months that they gave up a bunch of players for have not done that well for uh, the Capitals, I've seen it work in other places, but let's take a look at Sean Monahan right now. This was in Fox Sports. Monahan is on a four-game, seven-assist streak. He has 31 points, including 20 assists and 46 games this season. Montreal will be trading Monahan by the March 8th deadline to honor a previous agreement with Monahan. There are many teams that could use a veteran forward, but use caution. From a fantasy perspective, Monahan's opportunity in another city will sit on a lower line, and that means fewer points. That was the perspective of Rotowire and Fox Sports. Um, so, you know, I'm not going to say that he is going to be the guy that's going to take the Capitals over the top, but he could definitely be, you know, a, a key addition. I mean, we take a look at what Max Pacioretty has done for this team. He is not the guy that is going to be Superman and take this, this team uh, into the top of the Metro, but he could be one of the pieces that would help. You know, Max Pacioretty has helped. They need these small pieces to help, you know, work together to be a big piece. This is not the Capitals of old. This is not Alex Ovechkin, you know, taking this team in the goal-scoring lead. It's just a different team. It's Dylan Strom this year. Um, and we're great. You know, we're very happy that Dylan Strom is doing that. But, you know, I think the Capitals are in a unique position that their captain, Alex Ovechkin, for so many years has just been that, the goal leader, the goal, the offensive fuel for this team that, let's be honest, has propelled them to greatness. 
Um, you know, again, I've talked about this, and if you're an everyday of the show, you know I talk about where would the Capitals be right now if they had even a fraction of the goals that Alex Ovechkin would normally have scored at this point of the season. I think there would be a lot more wins. I think they'd be higher in the standings. That is why the Capitals, if they are in contention, if, if, there's a lot of ifs at this point uh, until we see how the Capitals do, but if they do continue to, to win, say they can string together a bunch of wins, say these lines start to gel a little bit more, uh, then potentially they could make a move. A uh, Sean Monahan would be an upgrade. Uh, again, it's debatable where he would fit into the lineup, but a centerman would be something that would definitely help out the Capitals. Uh, you take a look at Dowd. Um, you take a, a look at Strom. You take a look at Mc, uh, McMichael. There are options at the center position, some better than others, but Kuznetsov... Uh, inconsistent. Nick Backstrom absent altogether, being on LTIR, that the Capitals could definitely use that upgrade. Would Sean Monahan be one of those? I guess a lot of that depends on how the Capitals play on the next stretch here. Listen, I want to thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals, your only daily year-round podcast covering the Washington Capitals. And I want to thank all of you that listen on the audio side and watch this on YouTube you are ultimately what makes this show successful. When you're done here, head on over to Locked On's 24-7 streaming channel. Go to Locked On Sports today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. I like to think of it as kind of like ESPN, but better. And it's free and it's on YouTube, so head on over and check it out. I think you will love it. Listen, once again, I want to thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Dan Holmey, and I'll talk to you again next time.